also the first episode of you're too young to understand podcast was supposed to be about something a little bit different but you know i wanted to just go ahead and create this impromptu type episode spontaneous type episode because it's just really relevant right now especially to me as a minnesotan as somebody who was born and raised in saint paul as somebody who has been to Minneapolis all the time, as somebody who has friends and family living in Minneapolis and friends and family that live in St. Paul. It's just, it's historic. That's what it is, it's it's historic. I've never, I've only been alive for 16 years, right? But I don't even remember it being like this for Philando Castile. And I was, I, what maybe 13 12 13 when when he got murdered i don't remember it being like this i guess it is a little bit different since i have like friends that are old enough to you know drive themselves to these protests it's just hitting a little bit different right now i'm seeing constant updates on snapchat with everything that's going on things that are happening in real time i know that they're at the midway target right now and the cops are ready to swarm the SWAT team is ready. They got they got live bullets. All of that. Police and riot gear, they are ready. This is real time happening right now, right? It, it this is all just it's just been I know that this is an important part of history and because of it, I just want to keep consuming consuming and consuming and consuming all this news, consuming all of these videos and pictures that my friends and people, other people that I know that live in the city that they're posting. I just want to keep consuming it to the point where I really can't do my schoolwork. I'm going to be honest, like I really haven't been on top of my stuff because it everything that's going on is just so important to me that school is like the last thing that's on my mind. You know, yesterday I saw all about the burning buildings and there are reports that the fires were actually started by undercover cops because, I mean, this whole protest was meant to be nonviolent. The people who organized it, of course, Black Lives Matter is a nonviolent movement. Like those are the, just the peop the women that created it don't, don't want it to be violent, which is understandable. I mean, violence should be avoided at all costs, but in times like this, it is very justifiable. It is very necessary. And I understand. And I I agree. I support 100%. Just wanted to get that out of the way. Um, some other news about um, everything that's happening in Minneapolis. I know that a lot of the people that follow my page don't live in Minnesota. So um, just wanted to go ahead and kind of lay out of what's been going on. So, you know, I've been posting what I've been posting. And y'all have seen what y'all have seen but just gonna review it real quick so yesterday um people were live streaming the protest they were live streaming um videos of people busting windows and cop cars i just want to say that that is just music to my ears every time i heard a cop car get busted it was just music i loved it anyway um, they've been live streaming. They were trying to get information out. People were trying to get information into the protest by warn. I know the big one yesterday was warning that the SWAT team was coming in. So they were like, get everybody out right now. The 
technological people that work for the police, I guess, they um, put up something. I'm not technologically educated, if that makes sense, but what something like a wall, but like, you know, virtually, of course, where information couldn't get out and information couldn't get in because they don't want people to see just how racist Minnesota is. They want the police to go and be violent to these protesters to go you know they shot and killed a man yesterday right they want the police to be able to go and do whatever they want with no repercussions with no evidence but it's not gonna work the people are too angry we're too angry for all of that it's not gonna work whatever they're trying to do all these different throwing tear gas shooting rubber bullets shooting real bullets pushing shoving hitting it's not it's not gonna it's not gonna work because we've been holding this up for for so long it's been kind of bubbling up with the murder of Ahmad and then Breonna Taylor and you know nothing was kind of really said about that you know there were some hashtags there were some posts kind of floating around nothing big but then now this and South Minneapolis does not play they get active okay and I don't think the rest of America knew that, all right? South Minneapolis gets active. So basically, um, Target is headquartered in Minneapolis. So we got Targets everywhere here, all right? Um, protesters were trying to get into Target to buy or take whichever one, it really doesn't matter. Water and milk, because whenever somebody gets tear gas like in their face you're supposed to pour milk and milk or water either or to kind of soothe the face try to soothe the burning target ended up locking the door so the protesters couldn't get in so they made their way in they they found a way they didn't care so then that led to them getting looted because they didn't want to cooperate and support the people so the people took what was theirs as they should have i support it Target also supports the Minneapolis Police Department through some type of partnership. I'm not really sure how deep it goes, but from what I understand, they get money. Target gets money, and they give it to the MPD. And the MPD is very, very corrupt. I have an experience with my family that was negative relating to the Minneapolis Police Department. Basically, my mom found my older brother's dead body right live and he lived in minneapolis and my mom calls the police oh by the way my mom is a deaf woman like she cannot hear and so she was expecting that there would be an interpreter on the scene so that she could communicate what she saw to the police officers they refused to give her an interpreter so, so she sued the fuck out of them and she won but what I'm trying to say is the MPD, they, they've been doing sh disrespectful shit. They don't care about the people that they serve. I have another friend whose grandfather went missing and he's Native American. The MPD told the family to their face that his case was not a high priority. And we all know why that was. I don't have to say it. We all know. And we all know why my mom didn't get the interpreter that she needed. Because not only is she, is she black, she's also disabled. So it's really fuck the MPD, fuck all police officers. They don't want to listen, so we make them listen by busting the windows of the third precinct. We bust the windows of their car. We spray paint ACAB on all the walls. Even the good ones are bastards. And 
I know a lot of people are kind of upset whenever I say things like that, whenever I say I hate all police officers because, oh, well, what about my mom? She's a police officer. She's so nice. She plays basketball with the kids and she, they love, okay, but at the end of the day, why would you be proud of working for any police department when all that they do is target people of color and then they end up either murdering them or they hand them over to be incarcerated. The police are terrorists. They cause terror in people and communities all over Minnesota, especially in South Minneapolis and St. Paul. Where I live, I live in the suburbs. The police, they do not be out here terrorizing us like they do to the people in the city. Half the time, you don't even need to call the police for things like that. I can't believe that Cup Foods called the police on George Floyd over a counterfeit $20 bill. Are you, are you really, are you serious? Are you serious? What are the police gonna do about fake money? It just irks me that police can be used as a tool to get what they want. That's why people like Miss Amy deserve to be fired, deserve to get their dogs take, taken away because when she called the cops on that man in New York City, she knew what the fuck she was doing. She was weaponizing her whiteness and she knew that if the police were on her side, they would have murdered that young black man. And she knew that. That's why I say fuck the police. Because what, what else do they do? They do not protect and serve. They terrorize and destroy. And just wanted to quickly address um, the lady in the wheelchair, the, that white lady in the wheelchair who decided that she wanted to play good cop and try and defend, defend Lake Street Target from looters in that wheelchair. Like I'm saying, I feel like she was kind of weaponizing her, her whiteness. She was stabbing people who were trying to get into the store and out of the store and then played victim when somebody beat her the fuck up. And then there's a there's another video of her saying that she visited the AMTs and they told her to go home. So she was obviously fine. So I don't want to hear nothing about that. All right. And I also wanted to address the people in my city that are posting about all of the violence going on. This violence is completely justified. I really just don't care what anybody says. As black people, we have always been expected to take the high road and be nonviolent ever since the civil rights movement. But what does that get us? It doesn't get you anything. We still get murdered. What I'm saying is I, I posted this on Snapchat, so I'm just going to go ahead and read from it to um, Stokely Carmichael, who's somebody I look up to. He was a very big activist during that time. He said that in order for nonviolence to work, your opponent must have a conscience. The United States has none. The United States does not care about the people that live on the land. They didn't care about the Native American people. They didn't care about the West African people that they stole. They don't care about who they have to manipulate, who they have to murder, who they have to, who they have to exploit. As long as white supremacy exists, we will be oppressed. And so violence is the answer. The police get to be violent to us. We don't get to be violent back. How does that work? That's how we lose. Just kind of bring it, it back. You know, most of the black people that I know are supporting, you know, the rioters, whatever you want to call them, protesters. You know, the people that are actively speaking up, speaking out against all that is happening. The ones who actually showed up, you know, I feel so bad because I'm not able to go, but my mom like just won't let me. But if I could, I would be there. But instead, I'm doing this all this stuff from home instead. I have been seeing a lot of non-black people give their two cents when literally nobody asked what you think about the rioters. I'm seeing a lot of people 
Target didn't do anything, you know, why are we destroying the community? This type of stuff, like, it obviously worked. It obviously worked because y'all didn't say shit about George Floyd getting murdered. Y'all didn't say nothing. Y'all didn't say nothing about his murder. But all of a sudden when people are rioting, then y'all want to have something to say. None of, most of y'all didn't even address his murder. None of y'all condemned the police officer that murdered him. But y'all have so much to say about how we as black people are responding to the murder of one of our brothers. Please make it make sense. Please make it make sense. But what I'm trying to say is allies need to understand the role that they play in these types of situations. There's two ends of the spectrum. So there's either the people who don't say anything, don't say anything about the murder, don't condemn the police officer, don't say anything related to Black Lives Matter at all, just pretending like it doesn't exist, which it doesn't help at all. Or you have the people that say too much, have people who think that they can dictate how black people react to murders. There is a line, there's a fine line between the two and I need the allies to stay on it. It's either you're not saying enough or you're saying too much. Know your place because this is not your issue to solve. We need your help, but it's not all about you. It is not all about you. You're not being targeted. You don't get to tell us how to react, okay? If, if you, if you wanna be helpful so bad, then go ahead and prepare to be a human shield. I saw a lot of people suggesting that and I agree with it 100%. Since you care about the black community so much, you like consuming our music, you like consuming our slang, you like consuming our fashion, go ahead and go out there and protect us and be a human shield. Or you could give your money to black people. My cash app is Latrice J-O-H. L-A-T-R-E-S-E-J-O-H. Go ahead, donate to my cash app if you wanna help so bad. But at the end of the day, do not invalidate black feelings at the end of the day this has really just all been building up with um, ahmed's murder being recorded i haven't even watched that video because it's just so it's traumatic to me just as a black person knowing that that could have been me that could have been one of my brothers that could have been an uncle that could have been a friend brianna taylor i didn't hear too much about her when that could have been me minding my business in my own home i'm not even safe in my own home because the police officers could just break in and shoot me for no reason. I've heard of somebody called Tony McDade, a transgender man who was murdered. There was another trans woman who was murdered. There was also a woman in Toronto who was literally pushed off of her balcony by the police and they called it a suicide. What the fuck is that? We have every right to be angry. We have every right to be afraid. We have every right to riot. And I know I've been kind of centering this around non-black people, but I just know that to my fellow black people that are listening to this, I love you all so much. And I know that this is hard. This is gonna be such a long battle, but we really just have to, you know, hang in there, preserve our minds and bodies so that we don't burn out. Burning out is the worst thing that we can do right now as a community. We need to keep this energy up. We need to keep fighting. We need to keep being violent until they listen to us, until we see shit happen. I wanna see something change. I wanna see it. This is only the beginning, right? I mean, we've been doing this for, what, eight years? This is the beginning. I wanna see us take it up a notch too. Each year, more and more. I, wanna, I want us to give them more and more and more. So I also did have a suggestion 
this whole thing is just kind of like a cycle. I feel like we're always unprepared, if that makes sense. You know, we're, we're living our normal life. Okay, a black person gets murdered, all right? We're gonna scramble, we're gonna organize a, a peaceful protest, right? Okay, it becomes violent. Okay, now we don't want people to be, more people to lose their life. All right, let's calm it back down again. All right, life goes back to normal and then it continues. The, it happens again, another person gets murdered and then we do it all over again. I think that instead of being unprepared all the time or just like letting letting these murders surprise us, we need to start creating a strategy in order to have some type of immediate reaction to police violence, but at the same time preventative measures. We need to take preventative measures. And I'm thinking about like the Black Panther Party and how like they literally had people armed who would, when a cop would pull somebody over or be searching them, the armed people would be there watching and they would be checking them. Hey officer, that's illegal. He did not give you consent to search his car. Hey officer, do you have a warrant? Hey officer, this warrant is not signed by a judge. You don't have permission to enter. All of that. We need to be ta using the laws, the same laws that work against us to our advantage, okay? And it's gonna be very hard, but I feel like that's the best way to go about it for now. That's the only way that we can be liberated is to just fight back and keep challenging. And it has to be a continuous thing. We can't take breaks. So that's what I, what I was mentioning before. We need to just preserve our minds and bodies. Make sure that you take care of yourself, limit your news intake, it's okay to mute certain words on Twitter, to mute certain words on Instagram because it is tiring having to see black death all the time. Stay safe and thank you all so much for listening. I hope you really enjoyed. Again, I wanted to apologize for it being this long. The next episode should be coming out in a few weeks. I'll keep you posted. Thank you very much.